This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special shoot to kill edition of the BCP. A very sharp, sharp episode. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah of the sharp as a blade, you might say, goodest brother. And I'll tell you this right now: this is one, and I always say this, but this is for real. Long, long, yes, long, very long, long overdue. Overdue. or or she'll beat us up and make us. I'm, tap, I'm, so. I'm a little intimidated <laughs> already. Please welcome into the show. You know her as the GSWSOS champion. The Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Champion, the Paradigm Super Middleweight Champion, the one and only champion Jordan Blade, Champion in our hearts. That's right. Welcome in, Jordan. How are you? Hey, Doing all right. How are you guys? We're good. How many? How many belts did I miss? Let's be real. Every time I see a picture of you, you're carrying a belt. Yeah. I know. I mean, I <laughs> I feel bad. I also have the United Elite Wrestling Women's Championship. Uh, UEW is a promotion uh, based um, out of my hometown um, in Richmond, Virginia, um, okay. which hopefully is going to get on a streaming platform this year, uh, hoping oh, they're good. making yeah they're making some big moves um so if you guys want to follow them on twitter um i know uh, they have a show this weekend that i'm unable to be at um but they're having a show this weekend in richmond um trisha door is going to be there gia scott um who else is going to be there? i think rhett titus um oh, okay yeah we, we interviewed yeah. rhett titus before he's, he's very awesome. nice yeah he's, he's 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 another one of the good ones we were talking about some of the good yeah. ones in professional wrestling so we were talking about riley shepherd Red Titus is another one who was just uh, two people with hearts of gold. Uh, I only ever hear good things about them. And uh, Riley's one of my best friends um, in and out of wrestling anyways. Um, so, but yeah, so UEW is having a show this weekend. Um, and like I said, hopefully, you know, this is the year that they kind of um, get some steam behind them and get on some streaming platforms. So you guys can check them out. Um, so again, they're based out of my home, my hometown. So i um, always got mad love for Richmond. So I'm hoping that we'll, we'll get them on the up and up. Well, they're on the right track. They got you as one of their champions. Yeah, damn so. right about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and we're talking about the championships because, you know, I'm doing my homework. Like, obviously, uh, you know, I work with you over at Magic. I see you all over the place. Uh, a lot of these, you know, places here in the Northeast and every single picture I find of you, you have a different color belt. You need that Ultimo belt. Dragon picture, which is yeah. you, you <laughs> yeah. need to just all the belts there on you. Everybody's got to do it. That's it. I know. And I need to, like, bring them somewhere. And, like, yeah, they yell at me all the time. But Jay Lee is actually like not far from me. They're like maybe two hours north. Okay. And uh-huh. I could easily like book a photo sh- a session with them. But like every time I see them at shows, I for the past couple of months, I've just been like so dead tired. I'm like, and they're packing up and I'm like, I forgot to get promo pictures. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and they get on me every time, especially Chris, especially Christina. But Jay Lee, I mean, two of the great. best in the business. I mean, Jay Lee uh, photography, love, love. yeah, follow them. They're they're great. And I wanted to ask you this because every picture you are holding the gold, you know, a lot of people here in the Northeast, they're you know they kind of call it like the belt collector, the yeah. Thanos, got um, some TJ belt collectors, Marconi, yeah, big on that. Is that kind of your thing, or is it just kind of like go in the match? Like, are you collecting the gold, or it just is it so just happens a belt on the line? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think there just so happens to be a belt on the line. And I think the outcome is kind of never in question, um, you know, whether I'm going to oh. win or not. I mean, you know, I have four belts right now. I mean, what do you, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, 
you know, I go in there and I've, I've won matches via pinfall submission and knockout. Um, so who else can say that they're doing that right now? Um, especially true. that's true, especially the knockout part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what other female wrestler can you say that's, that's doing that right now? I mean, I, I'm sure you could, I can't think off the top of my head. I have the memory of a goldfish, but, um, I mean, you know, who else again in, in women's wrestling, can you say that's doing something like that? And I pride myself on doing things like out of the ordinary and, and Good. being different. Um, so I, and again, I don't think you can find someone on the Indies right now who has the look that I do and, and kind of the, the character and the aura that I do. You can find a ton that are close and I really gravitate towards people who, um, in wrestling who, who aren't like the norm. So people like Trisha Dora and people like Janai Kai and people like Masha Slamovich. I love I love all of them. You want to want to talk about fighting Trish because I know we we're talking about it off. Yeah, there. like I was saying that love it's the it. first match that I watched you in, and I was just like, first of all, this match is a clinic. Yeah. Second of yeah. all, they are just beating the shit out of each other. De- describe uh, wrestling Trish, and who are some of your favorites to wrestle right now? Man, Trish is one of my favorites to wrestle. Uh, all the like, I will say her up and down every day of the week, bar none. Uh, Trish Adora is one of my favorite people to wrestle, and I think every time I wrestled her, so I've wrestled her three times um, okay. so far in my career, um, and I think every time that I wrestle her, I get a little bit better, and I find, mm. I find yet another way to counter something that she, you know, normally gives, or yeah. another way to. <laughs> To kind of beat her, I haven't beaten her yet, so I'm zero and three against Trish right now. Oh, is that right? Oh, wow, wow, that's got to that change. Correct. You yep, got this. I know that's what I'm saying. You got this. Um, so Jesus, somebody, she, she's the one person who like has my number, right? Is is Trish Adora? But um, kryptonite, yeah. right? But Trish is so when you look at her, um, and I know you know I was just talking about auras and everything. You look at Trish and you see a star, and I think yes. people throw out the word, oh, they're a star, he's a star, whatever, um, a ton, and that's fine. But when I see Trish, star, she, I mean, again, different than anybody else on the indies. Mm -hmm. She has one of the most prestigious and important world championships in the business, not even just on the indies, but in professional wrestling as a whole. Um, And the way she carries herself is just different than everyone else. And she's just... Like I, I, I could go on about Trish, but she's just one of the most genuine people that I've met in wrestling. And I'm, I'm honored to call her one of my friends. Um, but she, I, I can't say enough good things about Trish. I love her to death. I, I was just going to say when, when we first watched the match and you guys locked up, I was like, this is a little different. Like your yeah. look is very different. Her look is very different. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. Cause like, like you said, it's especially now in wrestling, it's very hard to stand out. Yes. Not not everybody is like it, it's hard to make up something new. So whether it's like a little nuance or something like that, it's always hard to stand out. So I always love wrestlers that stand out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think like I'm and I'm just being myself. I mean, it's yeah, really which is, makes it even better. Yeah. I mean, it's really nothing different, um, mm. you know, and when I started, I was generic wrestler number seven. I had very generic gear. I mean, who didn't? Um and I was really trying to like find myself and, mm-hmm. and as, as a ton of us are when we first start and, you know, the first um, custom gear that I had made, I, it was like green and black and white plaid. And I was like nice. the pop punk paramour. And it was like this very, like, that's okay, an amazing oh, that's name. Awesome. That's an amazing Bring it name. back, please. That is awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> I might bring it back at some point, but yeah, Aramore yes. is my favorite band. And you Ooh, can use that. Okay. I had that written down because yep. so far I was going to ask you what kind of music you were into. Cause I remember we do like the little pre-show dance parties and you know, Jimmy and all them are dancing or whatever. And I remember Paramore came on and I see you coming down the hall and just rocking out the Paramore. So that's like, that's like your band. Do you, um, do you like play any instruments or you just like have favorite bands and stuff? Man. So both. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Going back to uh, real quick, I was the pop punk Paramore and it, that was very like two dimensional. And it was like, OK, okay there's this chick that likes pop punk music. OK, nice. like some people can relate to her. But like, how can you relate to Jordan Blade, the pop punk Paramore on a deeper level? Mm. And then I broke my ankle and then I was kind of rehashing who I wanted to be. And then I got more into jujitsu at that point and kind of started getting a little better at technique. I was still a white belt at that point. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, my, I, so I used to play instruments. I don't anymore. I mm. played, I played um, three instruments uh, when I was okay. in grade school. I played the French horn. Oh, I love oh, that's yeah. a very good instrument. Love the French horn. Beautiful yeah. sound. One of the hardest instruments to learn yes. how to play. I wanted to play when I was in middle school. I was in band, enrolled in band sixth grade. Drum, the movie Drumline had just come out. Nice. Everyone wanted to play the snare drum, of course, right? And my band director was like, no more percussionists. I don't need any more percussionists. (laughs) Ready drummers. Yep. I know. Yeah, I was like, what am I supposed to do? I had my heart set on playing the (laughs) snare drum. I was going to be like the cool, like percussionist or whatever. So I'm thinking I'm like my mother played clarinet, bass, clarinet and bassoon. And I my mom still had her clarinet. And I was just Mm. like, I don't want to play clarinet. There's too many keys. And so Mm. I was going back and forth and I was talking with my band director. And she was like, well, you can get a scholarship if you play either the French horn or the oboe. And I was like, well, the oboe is just a mini clarinet. So I'm not going (laughs) to do that. Yeah. So let's do French horn. She neglected to tell me that the French horn, the reason you get scholarships for playing the French horn and the oboe yeah. is because they are two of the hardest instruments to learn how to play. Whoops. So in grade, I was ass. I <laughs> terrible. And then I remember one day in seventh grade, I was I had a melody with the clarinets, ironically. Mm-hmm. And I was the only French horn player and something just clicked. And I was able to like hear the notes or something and oh, wow. I was able to, to match it. And then I started taking private lessons and I was I was like a decent French horn player. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And then in seventh grade, I picked up guitar. So I have four guitars. My wife has like probably like four guitars. So we have like eight wow. guitars scattered That's around great. the house. I don't play anymore. So I couldn't bust anything out and, and yeah, play sure. anything for you. But um, yeah, I was really into music um, when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Loved it. Um, I wanted to go to college for uh, to play the French horn as well, but um, that didn't end up happening. But um, yeah, uh, my favorite bands growing up, you know, in the, what, sixth or seventh grade, that's when I discovered Paramore so and then Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, My Chemical Romance. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, the golden age of, of pop punk, you know, what, 2007, 2008, whatever year that was. I was in middle school uh, dating myself. But no, um, well, I'm like, I'm older. I'm like, yeah, I, Green Day, say, I, I just, I, I just, yeah. tur- I just yeah. turned 36. Yes. So when I tell people my bands, they're like, oh, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, not who are they. No. <laughs> 
but you, you, I rock it. And I'll tell you what, uh, next time I see a pro wrestling magic, I'll bring some drum pads. I'll bring some sticks. We'll do a couple things just so you can say I, you played the drums. Oh my God. I wish I'd be like, uh, I teach I, a drum line every Sunday. I got you. Now, before we move on, play. what's favorite Paramore album and favorite Ooh. Paramore song? Cause I always flip that's back tough. and forth with this one. That's tough. That is tough. And you got to go with Overliable on the album, right? You got to go with Riot. Um, okay. I yes, you do. My favorites. That's See, tough. mine I mean, is all we know is falling, but okay. I go back and forth with that and Riot. And my favorite Paramore song is Miracle, which isn't a single. Okay. It's so okay. good. It is very good. And yeah. like that whole album. And I think. You know, I would be inclined to say misery business. And I mean, that's, you know, easily like probably like yeah. top three, top five. But I think my favorite song by them. So I got two of them. OK, yeah. one of them is is one that m- many people probably won't know, but it's called Decoy. Yeah, that's off the uh, what Twilight, right? No, it's uh, Transformers album. I no, think. no. Um so that was decode. Decode. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I knew I knew we were yeah. close, but yeah, yeah. So that was so decoy was an early, early Yes, it was. Okay. Decoy. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think like it was like decoy and stop this song. Stop the song is also really good. And um not I caught myself. Uh I'll have to go back and look. But early EP, probably around the all we know is falling era. Yeah. But uh, check out because um, they have a, um, a live the final riot tour. Just picked album. it up at the flea market. We got last we picked year. it up. We still yeah. have yet to watch it. They still unopened. Yeah. So they have a live version of decoy. So go mm-hmm. and check that out. It's it's just a very like like I'll just turn it up like at the gym or whatever. It's just like a very hard not hard. Yeah. Very per- per- is not like super hard, but it's just a very like upbeat song. Yeah, get you and, get you pumping. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. Awesome. And then um, I love their live version of Let the Flames Begin. It's oh, okay. I get okay. goosebumps every time. That's really? on that live album as, as well. Um, so listen to that. And then um, I love um, when there's callbacks to different songs. Mm. And I like that even, even um, too in writing. I don't read that much anymore. But gotcha. in part two, which is on their self-titled album, if you listen closely, you can hear the same um, rhythms and, and um, melody mm-hmm. that's in Let the Flames Begin from Riot. Oh, OK. All right. I know what we're watching. Today. Yeah, right. Yeah. It gives us an excuse because we've been meaning to watch yeah, it and it's unopened. I, I was like, oh, that's so good. I bought it for like a dollar. I was like, never seen it so before. Good. So a dollar, it should be a hundred. No, I'm just yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got lucky with that. Did you ever see him live? Anything Paramore does is gold. Paramore yeah. can literally just whistle a whole album. I'd be like, Have you awesome. have you seen them live yeah. yet? Yeah, what three times? Okay, nice. yeah, I've seen them a few yeah. times. They're great, good drums. Have too. you got to meet Haley? No, what uh, and and okay, segue for a second. Okay. So I know that Bailey, right, is a huge fan of Paramore and, and Haley Williams, right? Yeah. I think at one point, I think Bailey was probably trying to get Haley Haley to perform her to the ring like during WrestleMania. And I was like, 
No, I want that. Like, well, we know the answer later yeah. on. That's why we I, always I, ask our question. That's the question. Yeah, we always the question. ask that what band would play you out, but I guess it would be. Paramount. Oh, yeah. Easy, easy. We'll, Paramount. we'll get to yeah. that though later. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Very cool. I could talk yeah. pop punk all day. I got my Travis Barker. Sign a- every time head. we go on a road trip, we always pop I look punk. on Spotify, either pa- uh, pop punk powerhouses or emo forever. That's always the playlist. Good playlist. Yes. It's always so good. Yes, hell yeah! Check out Avril Lavigne's new album too with Travis Barker. Is it good? Oh, okay. Oh, you sound so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her because it's it's a it's a throwback to like you know Skater Boy and complicated Avril Lavigne. Like, okay. yeah, I'm down. I'm already she in. Signed, she signed to Travis Barker's uh, record record label, Smart, and then yeah. if you like um, Willow Smith's new album, she has Travis Barker on the drums and a couple songs too. Um, so that's be Travis Barker's my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's like so a zero, yeah. right so there. So good, so good, oh, amazing. Um, I do go. I could talk pop punk all day. Real quick, hey, going back to wrestling, you talking about uh, some of these amazing ladies that you've gotten to work with. Um, two two things, real quick. I'll start with this one. Um, you've defended the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Championship against uh, Masha. You guys have a nice little feud going. Uh, Becca, some other names. Are there some other people that you'd like to see maybe Magic bring in, or that you'd like to work with that you haven't worked with yet to maybe defend that title against? Yeah. Um, so now that you put me on the spot, I'm like, I can't think right yeah. now. All no, of them. No. <laughs> all bring, come, all all bring them on. Let's go. Uh, so, I mean, you know, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, Riley Shepard. Um, I mean, I that's, think, that's what I want. I'm here for it. Yeah, I think Riley. I mean, again, she's one of my best friends. So um, but I think Riley is destined to have a breakout year. Yeah, I, I, I told you she's like one of the nicest people ever in wrestling. Yes. I told Riley, I was like, you got to be mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got to. You got to pick your spots and be mean. Like, don't just be mean for the sake of being mean. <laughs> yeah, just as I'm learning. Just yeah. don't be mean as for I'm the learning, sake yeah. of being mean. Yeah. If, like, if we, if we do have a match, I'm going to be like, if you don't hit me, and I'm <laughs> going to be like, come on, Riley, hit me in the face. Come on, let's let's fucking go. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think, because, I mean, I think the, and we started around the same time. We met for the first time at Monster Factory. Um mm. I guess in 2018 and we both had like just kind of started and we bonded because it was like, Oh, here's the only other female in the camp. Right. Mm. Um, And we kind of, you know, lost touch for a little bit. We went our separate ways. I mean, obviously I was in Virginia, she was in Jersey, but um, you know, we, we came back together like at WWR. And again, I was like up there a ton. And then, you know, we just kind of, I was always at her house. <laughs> like I said, she made me a house key. And, um, you know, we just been like, we talk every day. You know, we talk almost as much as Ela and I talk. So, um, yeah, we do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's destined to have a huge year. And I'm really excited to, to see where she goes. Um, I'm trying to think. I think, I don't know if she's, I think she's back over in Australia, but, um, KZT? Charlie Charlie Evans. Oh. oh, okay, okay. Charlie Evans, uh, Shazza McKenzie, uh, Marina Shafir. Oh, I'd be here for that. Oh, yeah, that definitely would be, would be here great. for that. Yeah, someone book that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, we've been like back and forth a little bit, not a ton, a little bit of back and forth um, on Twitter. And I think Marina just wants to wrestle everybody, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Oh. Um, I mean, you know, she she she's the goat. I mean, she's uh, she's incredible. Um, and I had the opportunity to talk with her um, at the last We Are Wrestling show 
we are wrestling show um, in December and uh, we didn't have a match for her and Masha tore it down, but I got the opportunity to talk to her a little bit. um, And she was just so like, so helpful and so giving when she didn't have to be, you know, Um, and she, you know, came up to me and asked, you know, how things went, um, you know, with my match with Savannah and I, Savannah, I would love to wrestle Savannah again. She's great. Um, And she was just, you know, you know, asking how things went when she didn't have to. Um, That's and awesome. she's like a genuine soul, like honestly. And you can just kind of tell that with people when you talk to them, yeah. especially in wrestling, like if they're genuine or not. But yeah. Mercedes, Mercedes is, is also one of the good ones too. So That's good. That's good to know. That's awesome. Um, and yeah. going the other way, the pro wrestling magic heavyweight champion uh, is Erica Lee, former guest of the show. Uh, you know, has you know, you got gold everywhere you're going. Has it, have you run the scenarios in your head? Like maybe, hypothetically, I mean, on the, one more. On I'm here there. for that match. I'm just saying, you know, you could live. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, you always want to. And I'm not um, downplaying the um, pro wrestling magic women's championship at all. But yes. you always want to strive to get at least every single belt that you can um, in a promotion and you want to get their top belt. And right now their top belt is the pro wrestling magic um, heavyweight championship that is held by Erica Lee, which we have fought all over the East coast. <laughs> so, you know, having another match with us, uh, you know, we're, we're no strangers to each other. So I think that would be a good match too. Yeah, that would, that would be amazing. And I wanted to ask you this, like, what does it mean to you that, you know, you're working for a lot of these promotions and you get the tap on the shoulder almost everywhere you go to represent the company as as a champion? Like, what does that mean to you everywhere? Yeah, I mean, that that is definitely not lost on me. I am like super grateful that these promotions and everyone have so much faith in me, um, you know, to, to challenge for these championships. Um, and, you know, ultimately I've, I've won these championships wherever I've, wherever I've gone. Um, and, you know, it shows that they, they kind of have faith in me to put me in these positions. And, um, again, like, I, I'm just super grateful. I kind of look, I, I stand back sometimes and I look and I'm like, what did I do? Like to, to, um, I don't know, deserve all of this. Work um, your ass off. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, the long days, I mean, I just started a new, a new um, you know, regular job, you know, Friday and, you know, and thank you. And um, <laughs> November and I've, you know, everywhere short staff right now with COVID and I've just, Oh yes. Working, oh yes. Like to, you know, 10 hour days, five days a week. And because we're so short staffed and I'm, exhausted and i still find a way to get to the gym and and you know my wife's deployed right now so right now i'm a single mother and oh wow yeah so trying to get my son you know somewhere that he can be so i can go to the gym for an hour and a half or something like that when you know i'm working from you know before the sun rises and by the time i get off work the sun is setting um and trying to again get to the gym or get to training or what have you um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I'm very tired. And I remember I was just talking to my wife, um, before, uh, we got on this call and, um, you know, I was like, yeah, my coworkers are like, how was your weekend? And I was like, oh, I, you know, I didn't do anything. And I am looking at my calendar starting this weekend. <laughs> I, I don't, like, what is that? <laughs> I don't have a weekend off until the week after mania week. <laughs> That's wow. good though. That's a yeah, good I mean, I mean, stay healthy. Uh, yeah, get, but... yeah, we get what you're saying. It's like it, it's it's a blessing, but it's also like 
Yeah, man, and good and good <laughs> for you holding it, holding it yeah, down. Holding it down. Oh, that's pretty awesome. How, how old's your son? He's nine. Um, so he, you know, he's uh, uh, my wife uh, Laura left um, uh, mid December, so she wasn't here for uh, Christmas or New oh. Year's. Oh. Um, yeah, so she'll uh, she missed it uh, last year, and then she'll miss it most likely miss it this year again. Um, so he's, I mean you know, for a nine-year-old, he's, he's taking it pretty well. Um, I mean, we're still in like the, you know, the first couple months of, of, you know, his mom being away, you know, so, um, we're kind of taking it day by day and, you know, trying to hang out with him and, you know, just keep him. I, you know, I, sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, I'm, I'm gone all the time on weekends and I work all these long hours, but I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I I promise. I'm like, it's going to pay off. It has to be. Yeah, absolutely. will. Not only for my family, but for everyone who watches him or comes in and watches my my dog who's sitting right here or like feeds my cats or just, you know, like everybody, because I could not do this without them. And so it's like I have to make it because of them, because of not only the sacrifices that I'm making, but the sacrifices that they're making, you know, feeding, either feeding Jude or letting him crash or taking 20 minutes out of their day to come over and make sure my dog is not getting into the trash can. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's first for, for more than me. And it, and it's, it's, you know, I've been in the music business, I've been in other businesses and stuff. And it's crazy to see that like people left and right are actually making it and like making it, making it. That's yeah, like, really awesome. It's to see. so cool to see. Like we yeah. have standing ovations in our living room. You're on AW dark, like just people we've had on the show, people we call friends, um, just really succeeding NXT, AW, whatever it is, that opportunity is there you, in my mind. And not just cause you're on the show. Uh, cause we wanted to have you for a long time. You're a shoe in for a lot of those companies right now. Um, what are the, you know, you can give the politically correct answer here. You know, whoever gives you contract, you know, we've heard all the answers. Some yeah, people want to open have. a school, yeah. travel the world. Mm-hmm. W- what's the goal for you right now? You kind of yeah. mentioned that, you know, you feel like, you know, you're going to make it. And I feel the same way. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the goal for me is to get a contract that allows me to, uh, be a full-time wrestler and provide for my family and make a comfortable living. Um, at first, you know, when I was 12 and wanted to get into wrestling, like I wanted to get into wrestling because I loved it. Um, and I still love it. That hasn't changed. And then, you know, as a 12 year old, you're like, Oh my goodness, like, look at all this money I could get. I'm going to get a big mansion with a pool and boat. And I still want to, I still want a pool. Don't I'll take a pool. Yeah, take the pool. Yes. An outdoor bar, an outdoor bar and a pool. But anyway, there you go. Um, I, I, I don't want like a huge mansion or whatever. I want to be able to live a comfortable life that is not living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, you know, having to, to worry so much about finances and, and, making sure that my family is taken care of and that we're, you know, Jude's Jude's my son. So that he's taken care of, you know, well beyond, you know, uh, you know, his mother and I. Um, so that, that's, that's the goal, whether that's with WWE, AEW, NWA, MLW. Um, wow. What <laughs> I'm like trying to think of all these other, uh, there's opportunity it's it's there you know and i don't know you know you're one of those ones that i say yeah it's not or it's a matter of when and where you know not Not if if, obviously you know but uh you know you have it that's why you're here like we've seen you for such a long time and you're killing it and something else that stands out is you 
um, like your philosophy in the ring, you know, um, a lot of that map based style incorporated in uh, you. You had those bangers with Trish that we love, mm -hmm. uh, Masha, um, and also your entrance, too. It's just very like no nonsense. Right to the ring. Like, get down, get down to business, you know, throw up the belt. Let's go. Like, I love that. Like, tell us about uh, the Jordan Blade philosophy. Yeah. So, I mean, it took a while to hone the entrance. And I will tell you that I have a few coaches um, that let me figure out how to, how to critique. Play. Yeah. They, the few coaches who, who um, like have worked with um, higher level names and everything and have taught me the nuances of camera work. And I'm still working on that, um, you know, especially like in the ring, but the nuances of, of uh, camera work, especially for an entrance. So I feel like that's part of the reason that my entrance is the way it is um, to make sure that I come out and, you know, you got to, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still a television business, right? You still got to yeah. pose for the camera. You still got to get those photos um, that you can use or whatever. You still got to make sure that you get your lower third on the screen, you know, and, and nice. all of that. So, so making sure that I hit my marks when and where I need to during my entrance. And then a lot of it is, or part of it rather, is, um, you know, uh, based off of like an MMA entrance, you know, where they. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe the, I get. I like it. Yeah. And then I like to, this is just me personally. Um, I, for the most part, excuse me, stare at my opponent. And if I come out first and they come out second, I stare at my opponent the whole time. Yeah, because Ooh, I, intimidation I, factor, in like thing, it. yeah, why am I going to take my eye off my opponent? Yeah. Um, and even if I if I come out second, I do my thing and I get in the ring and I do my my shuffle, my two in, two out a, a, around the ring. I don't go. I typically don't go all the way around. If I'm going to shuffle, I stop at my opponent mm. to make sure they know I'm there. Um, and like, this isn't like, I mean, yeah, we're making our entrances and it's theatrical or whatever, but this is also a competition. This is also a fight. This is also a contest. Um, and I'm making sure that, you know, that either a I'm ready or a, that I'm ready and B that I have the championship. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then the in-ring in work speaks for itself. Like, I think I can say that was one of the most like arguably the best technical wrestling matches I've ever seen yeah. you, you and Trey, and I'm like a high flyer kind of guy. Like that's what got me into it. And like the fact that like the technical stuff is really connecting with me, like, is that your philosophy? Does it depend on the, the opponent? Like you said, you know, the submissions, the knockouts and all that stuff. Like what is your kind of way to, to tell a story and, you know, pull off a fight in your matches? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So I think um, my biggest strength is is my my technical prowess and my my um, my strength and my power. Um, I mean, I've gotten gold medals in both powerlifting and jujitsu. Really? Uh, wow. wow, that's awesome. Oh. Yep, yep. My first powerlifting competition, and oh my goodness, what was that? Twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? Got a gold medal. Good for um, you. Yeah. And then my first uh, tournament as a blue belt. <laughs> Thank you. My first tournament as a blue belt um, last, what was it? Last May, uh, I got a, a gold medal in Nogi. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, that's typically my philosophy um, when it comes to uh, my opponents. I, you know, pretty much I'm, I'm doing the same thing. It, nine times out of 10, I can out grapple my opponents. 
The one time out of 10 is when I wrestled Matt Mikowski and Tom Lawler in the same month. <laughs> oh, that's fair, though. That's fair. Who would so, you? Yeah. That's what it was. Who would you want to work? Um, because, like, you know, we, we talk about forbidden doors and all that stuff. But realistically, uh, outside of like one or two companies, you really can work with anybody at any given show. It's really kind of cool to see. You know, I'm still stoked when the Flintstones met the Jetsons, you know, like, yeah. I think, you know, <laughs> I mean, aging myself here. But like, it's so cool for us as as fans to see, like, who would you want to work with, um, you know, maybe in on the indie level that you haven't yet? Well, I guess you said Riley and or, or for Magic anyway, for the championship and who on that, um, you know, AEW national level would you want to work with that you haven't yet? Because you have worked with a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, so the first person that comes to mind is Layla Hirsch. I love Layla. Free holds on. Love Layla. Yeah. So um, she's the first person that comes to mind. Um, Mickey James, uh, Serena Deeb, uh, both from Virginia. I mean, oh. I mean. What, I mean, what can you do? I will tell you a Mickey James story. So I yes. um, not like that. It's not like funny or anything, but I remember I was in like my first two months of training, right? Mm -hmm. in, in Virginia. And I remember distinctly, I'm in the ring and I hear something like, cause where I trained was also where we held shows like once a month, this mm -hmm. building in an office park that would hold maybe a hundred people, uh, not super big. So I'm in the ring and I hear someone coming into the concession stand about, I don't know, 50 feet away or so. Or, or so. Okay. I turn around and it's Mickey James and I'm like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, there was no, like, the, I, I, I did appreciate my first training school because they didn't promise, oh, hey, yeah, we have Mickey James and Earl Hebner come all the time. My first two months of training, Mickey James came and Earl Hebner came. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. All right. I didn't expect it all the time, but I was like, yo, this is like, this is dope right now. Yeah. Um, wow. And I got to lock up and wrestle around a little bit with Mickey James. Uh, like my first, like I said, two That's months. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was super cool. Uh, she may or may not remember me. I don't know. She probably doesn't. She's, you know, yeah. she's opening forbidden doors and shit right now, which is great. Yeah, which I, is amazing. I we love, love, that. I love that. I love that for her. Um, and I love, I, I think one of my favorite women's divisions right now is the impact women's division. Yes. Easily. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I love, um, I love NXT and I love their women's division. Um, we're big. We're big NXT guys. Yeah, especially like a couple years ago when you had like got well, especially like obviously you had the four horsemen, you had Oscar, um, you had um, but when you had like Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, I mean, Dakota's still there, um, but you know, I, I, I would like NXT and Impact, like their women's division. Um, or kind of like neck and neck. And I, I would love to work with a ton of females from um, from impacts like that. That would be dope. You work with Deanna yet? She's making her rounds around the Indies. Oh, she's killing it. She is. Yeah, I wrestled her at um, GSW in May of last year. Would love to run it back anytime. Like nice. she, she she's phenomenal. I mean, she's again, she is the greatest women's technical wrestler in the world. And I wholeheartedly. Ah. We'll I see. we'll see. I, I gotta watch that I, match. She's on I the run of a lifetime. I will say, yes. 
but I'm trying to, like I, I said in my promo that I cut, you know, before we wrestled, I was like, I'm trying to take that title from her. So. I was going to say, ah. that's why I no disrespect. Deanna's been on the show. Super nice. Been great. But I want to yeah. see that match between the yes. two of you. Um, oh, yeah. Again, the best technical match I, I've ever seen was with you and Trish um, of all time. Yeah. And that being said, you know, we talk about the jujitsu, all the stuff that you do, the power lifting. Uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Combat Fights Unlimited. Uh, that that our friend does over there. Have you done a couple of those already? Yeah, so I was on the first one um, and I fought. Oh, God, I'm trying to think back again. Mind a memory of a goldfish. I mean, Um, you booked every single weekend. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so it kind of blends together after a while. God, please. I hope I don't ever get a concussion. Lord Jesus, knock on wood. <laughs> no, we hope not either. No. Oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, my first round fight was against Lady Frost, and I beat her. And then my second round was against Janai Kai, and she beat me. Oh, that's yeah. probably why. That's probably why I blocked it out of my head. I was like, I know I fought, yeah. fought Frost. I was like, who else did I fight? Oh, Janai, she beat me. <laughs> did she win the? I'm trying to think if she won the whole time. I'm trying to remember how the first one yeah. went, but that's it. Um, yeah, she won, the, she won the the cup, like the trophy. And then Masha won the belt at the the next show. I wasn't able to be at the next show, the show after that in September. That's right. Um, okay. Um, because we talked to Mayday before he did, did the first show, and and it's a really cool, different aspect for you as a competitor. Like it's kind of, I'm sure, like worlds collide a little bit. Did you feel like you had an advantage, or was it just fun and exciting, like to to put this all together? Like, what was that like for you going? Like, what was it like in general for like the wrestlers going in, into this world a little bit? Oh, I felt like I had 110% advantage over everybody. That was real. That sounded yeah. real cocky. But no, I mean, no, I, but you have a lot of, uh, you got gold medals. Yeah. You got gold on your neck, your shoulder, your waist. Like, come on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's my bread and butter. So I was like, mm. oh, okay, cool. I got this. But then Janai beat me. No, um, uh, she's great. But um, like going into, um, fights i'll call them fights like that like uh paradigms uwfi style like fights like uh shoot style fights and everything again that's my bread and butter and i feel the most comfortable in there again because that's that's the style that i train almost every day you know i train in jujitsu almost every day um and doing that and bringing like a pro wrestling aspect to it is very it's almost like a seamless transi- transition for me. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching everyone else kind of put their own spin on things. I think um, I, I, I keep coming back to her because I think she's just phenomenal. But um, I think Lady Frost does well in these types of environments because she's just good at everything. Yeah, yeah. she really. She's like a natural. I'm like, well, damn, Frosty! Like you're just good <laughs> at everything. So um, I really think she she excels um, at this. Uh, this type of um, pro wrestling as well. Uh, she's just, I can't say enough good things about Frosty either. Well, uh, both, both are pretty proper. Um, I still want that match with you, Vic. Ooh, is this Ooh. That, now would it be for the Butterfinger? <laughs> Do you want the Butterfinger belt too? Or I mean, yeah, well, why not? Just put the Butterfinger <laughs> belt on another, another one. Bring it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, it needs a friend. So yeah, I have four fair. other ones over here. So yes. it needs to just come on home. So come, come, come here. Come down to Virginia. Come on, Vic. Let's put this Butterfinger Championship on the line. Somebody book it, please. <laughs> That's the sound, but you heard it here. Yeah, kind of. It writes itself. I love Lady Frost. Like we always say, yeah, more get, flips in the morning shift that I have. Shout out to her at the, uh, the first ever Women's X Division uh, match. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, ultimate the X. yeah, Ultimate oh. X. Yeah, wow. That moonsault yes. off the top is amazing. Awesome. Phenomenal. And, 
Yeah. Oh, so good. And Jordan, I, I want to be respectful of your time, but thank you so much for finally yeah, thank you so uh, much. coming on the show. It's good to get to know you a little bit better. I look forward to seeing you at some of the magic shows coming up. Um, but we're all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. Tell everyone what you got coming up, where they can follow you on social media. T-shirts. And I think I saw that. What was it? The shoot the kill shirt. What do you got going on right now for the merch? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, I have two shirts up right now on what a maneuver. I have the shoot to kill, which was uh, my first design. My jujitsu coach actually designed it. So that was awesome. Nice. Um, and then my second shirt, which is like the, the blade paramore shirt, which you can tell from their um oh my goodness which album was it the their singles album i believe or their self-titled album um so that's where that design uh comes from so both of them are water on what a maneuver and i'll have um those ones um at shows coming up um you can catch me this saturday the 22nd at uh, generation championship wrestling's diamond cup in tampa um where i compete in block b action first round matchup myself versus killer kates who also has a brazilian jiu-jitsu background so that Ooh. is gonna be a hell of a match that'll be streaming live on title match network um and then the uh, next saturday the 29th you can see me at flying v in maryland wh where i take on young up-and-comer uh saul esparza uh, so that's gonna be uh, a, a great technical wrestling match that uh show is called technical difficulties i said how nice, nice of you guys to name a show after me thank you so nice. much that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jordan underscore blade 92. Love it. Jordan, thank you. I'm so glad we finally did this. Thank yes. you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, stay safe out there in all your travels and just yes. continue success. You move forward. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Jordan. Like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace. <laughs>